0: Whenever you, whenever you want, I don't know, do what? Misty cat, misty, misty cat, the misty, misty cat, misty, misty cat,
1: misty, misty cat,
0: yeah, misty, 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 filthy, misty cat, they're (laughs) filthy. You and your cat, I swear. It's like... <laughs> yeah, no one's going to understand that. No, nah, man, it's great. It's great. It's a cat. That's all you need to know. It's just Misty. It's a cat. Yeah. She's a cat. Well, my cat called Misty. That's um great. And it's my only lyrical content ever. This is why we don't review lyrics. We actually review Music. <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought you were going to
1: say we review Misty Cat because it started with M.
0: You know what, man? We might as well. Review episode. Misty Cat one day? Yeah.
1: Get her up and meow at the microphone? That
0: can be our first guest.
1: Oh, Misty! There's no way she could say no because I own her. That's true.
0: Yeah. That is a good point. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How you Hi. going? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't you- know whether you were going to introduce so you- her. Now, you know- <laughs> now you know I have a cat. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to another episode of 8-Bit Buds. I am Jamie and... I am Cam. And we are here to discuss a soundtrack this time. Now, the last couple of episodes, we've actually been talking about um, genre, Well, not necessarily genres, but more like types of music, whether it concerns like fire or relaxing music. And of course, we did our favorites in episode one. This time, we thought we'd tackle a specific soundtrack. Mm. What do we got this time, man? All
1: right. This time we're working, well, we're not working on, we're discussing Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Popular popular game, um not as popular
0: as it could have been. No, unfortunately it was Wii on a, U. Yeah, it was on a console that didn't sell well, which is a shame because it had quite a few good titles. Yeah, it did. It did. It's kind of like the it's like the New Age GameCube. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, but um so yeah, we're going to be doing Mario Kart 8 now. It's funny, when I was actually thinking about music to this game, um, I immediately wanted to play Mario Kart again. It it had been a while, honestly, since I heard like anything from Mario Kart.
1: Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite like that for me, because I've occasionally played it here and there, because
0: I have it on the Switch. Oh, that's true. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. See, I don't have a Switch yet, which is quite disappointing, but I should have one soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I'm a huge Mario Kart fan myself, so... This was like yeah, he's I wanted, a fiend. I, he, I, he's I, already discussed the soundtrack. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so I found it really hard to pick specific songs for this, and I think that just goes to show that Mario Kart in general, not just specifically eight, but I think all of it has like really good music. Yeah, overall.
1: It, it does. It, it's really excellently composed. Yeah. Um, at least most of the tracks that i've ever heard from the soundtrack uh well for all the games as well
0: yeah definitely definitely so <clears throat> we're basically going to be going through a variety of the soundtrack kind of talking about what we feel like works really well in the soundtrack um and yeah just talking about specifics with that we're gonna have cam's pick and we're gonna have a little bit of segment in the middle yep. talking about specific topic to do with the soundtrack as well yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun hope well, you, you never guys enjoy it could,
1: could be the first one
0: could be the first one. Oh yeah it's gonna be surprising yeah I've you don't totally... know when
1: the trip when my pick's gonna happen <laughs> i forgot I already it.
0: i could pick it anytime that's scary am i yeah. gonna be scared hopefully i'm probably yeah that's, <laughs> that's the plan that makes sense um first things though before we get into it i just want to talk about the soundtrack in general um the thing with mario kart 8 that's really unique compared to other mario kart soundtracks in the past is that this one actually uses live musicians And it's all live. So I think like... And you can tell as well. You you can definitely
1: tell from listening to it. Um, Like the lines are blurring slowly in the music industry between uh, sequenced and live music. Mm. But um, you can really tell when when great musicians are working on a piece of music. Yep. You can really feel it. And you can tell in just the nuance and the way that they
0: play and everything Mm. like that. Yeah, it's that like edge of like humanity, I guess you can say to a melody or something like that, that really just turns it up a notch a little bit compared yep. to just using electronic, like oh sorry, synthesizer or you know, like electronic, electronically made stuff that makes it sound more robotic than anything else. I suppose. Yeah,
1: like that little bit of human error, like not enough to make it bad, but un- just
0: enough to make it human. Yeah, exactly um so I think it really separates it from the other soundtracks too and to be honest that's what they were actually going for because um at the time Wii U was like obviously the most uh visually uh enhanced or advanced uh like you know the Wii U being you know like 1080p and all that and the game looks beautiful um even just as a 1080p game so it's like um, they really wanted to match those HD graphics and like give it the yeah. class that it kind of deserves, and I feel like they've really done that. Yeah, I as... agree. Uh,
1: at least for most of the tracks, I think that they updated them accordingly. Like some of the older tracks updated, and, uh, and definitely all the newer ones all sound very fresh and very new. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Also, compared to other soundtracks, so I'm just like filtering through some papers here. I don't know if I Pick up picks up on the mic, but um this has seven different composers, which is quite insane. I'm like I'm I don't know, I haven't looked too in depth in terms of how many composers are on other like particular video games, but seven's a lot. That's a great deal. I mean, I'm imagine something like Smash Brothers would have an incredible amount.
1: It's like stupid. Yeah. How many are. Oh, not stupid. It's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But but it makes sense because it it's an amalgamation, and when you think about Mario Kart, it is as well. Yeah. So that that's why there's a lot of composers, whilst not as many as Smash Brothers. Mm. Um, it's still a very large amount of composers. Uh, when compared to just a single game. Yeah, definitely. Um, just a normal single game, anyway. So, um.
0: All right. Yeah. Let's get straight yep, into, let's it get into it. Let's get into it. Do you right. want to introduce the first track? Sounds good. Where did the mouse go? I've got it. <laughs> You've got I'll, it in yeah, your I'll, I'll play it. Oh, you got it. Oh, nice. There we go. All right. So, the first one, we thought we'd start off with the first level of the game, which is Mario Kart Stadium. And the composer, I've lost a sheet. I'll put it over here. There we go. Now i got to go through all the titles. Mario Stadium. It's taking even longer than (laughs) (laughs) what makes the thing. Uh, Yasuaki Iwata. There you go. All right. Do you think that's right? Yep. Yeah, it looks pretty good. All right. Let's have a listen and get our verdict on it. All right. Mario Kart Stadium. with a bang, yeah.
1: in my opinion. <laughs> no, I agree. This this track is a banger. And um, a common thing that we're going to see throughout the entire soundtrack is such an interesting mix of many different instruments.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Which Mario, I guess, has become known for in the Mario I games in general.
1: Yeah. I think it's like more prominent in this game, though, than ever.
0: Because...
1: I mean, it's fair enough, they've always used, like, brass, they've always loved brass and orchestra, but um, because they want a bit more of an edge, because it's a racing game, it's the first time, really, where they're adding in, like, electric guitar, oh, and yeah. stuff like that, Yeah, which is, um, I don't know if it's completely new to the series, I, w- I wouldn't say it's
0: completely new, but at least in this fashion, it's very new to the series. I think it's more evident, too, because the fact that we are using live musicians, live instruments, and as we were talking about before with the little bit of a human touch, that's so obvious in instruments like electric guitar, violin, even brass. like oh, yeah. And the saxophone, too. And those are four different groups of instruments you going to hear quite a bit in the soundtrack. Yep. Um, And just that little human touch really adds to the music, I find.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, um... I mean, look, well, let's talk about the track itself.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so, I really like the progression of the track, uh, and uh, I remember. No, I'll let I'll let you talk about um, the first level thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of so, I like the progression of the track. I like how it uh, it starts off quite relaxed, still upbeat, because it's sort of the get you rolling because you're racing. Yeah. But then. It sort of relaxes out a little bit, yeah, and then comes back stronger. And I like that sort
0: of that form that it's got. Yeah, definitely. I think with this one, the the one word I think of is it's classy. And obviously, you can a- equate that to the entire soundtrack. But like one thing with, I've always found with a lot of the first level tracks in Mario previous Mario Kart games, is that they're good, but they kind of lead more to the childish side. Yeah. it's more like okay let's go for upbeat and fun this is a fun experience you're playing mario kart you know you got to have a good time even though you're to hit get hit by so many blue shells if you're in first <laughs> um but this one kind of went on a different approach where it was like you know what we're gonna make this classy we've got hd graphics we have got a live like live instruments live music we're going to make this as classy as possible and yeah. top-notch.
1: So you're saying it kind of sounds like more mature yeah. in no, a way. and
0: that's what I feel like about Mario Kart 8 experience in general. Like, yep. I feel like it's a more mature experience.
1: And you know what? I think that um, you might even be getting that vibe from um, the more expensive music. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> it, it really, truly is just more expensive music. Like, sure, the composers are probably... Uh, They're a little bit different this time around. The music's quite complicated, actually. Very well put together. So that's Mm. quite elegant, the way they've done that. Yeah. But also... um, I've lost my train of (laughs) thought. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because it's a live band... Yeah, yeah. That costs so much more money to actually have performed. So that's probably where you
0: get the feeling from oh yeah um, definitely and like i do lean probably towards more like classy soundtrack i mean like i love gran turismo for that reason so yeah. you know and that's very jazz classy yeah well that's why you like jazz fusion and that's yes. a very complicated oh, genre dude we need to do wave race <laughs> I, I can't stress that enough in every episode but wave race is my go-to <laughs> for any of that classy i know stuff. you love it It's not even that classy, but I just think it's classy. (laughs) Speaking of Wave Race, this next one kind of sounds a bit Wave racy.
1: Yeah, it does. (laughs) So, um, the next track that we've got, can you tell me the composer?
0: I sure can. (laughs) All right. Atsuko Asahi? Atsuko Asahi? Yep, that's it. Cool. Awesome. Um,
1: And the track name is Sunshine Airport.
0: All right. Let's get straight into it. Oh, it makes me feel so good listening to that.
1: That's so awesome. relaxed. Yeah, definitely. This this could have potentially been on our last episode about
0: relaxing music. I thought you were about to say it was your pick. I was like,
1: <gasps> <gasps> I
0: was getting <laughs> really excited there. Nah, my no, pick- it, it definitely could have been. I completely forgot about that. That was yeah, that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, um, well, Mario Kart doesn't immediately spring to mind when you think about relaxing music, but but this is like yeah interesting you could listen to this at like a sort of a a gently bustling airport
0: and and just be like having a good time you know yeah i do dude and nothing says more relaxing and having a good time than a a bustling airport
1: airport. (laughs) (laughs) yeah where everyone's especially
0: lax yeah exactly you wouldn't know have you been to lax before it's not a good experience. I, I, I went there finally once, and like mm. on the way back home from Canada, yep. and it was it was not good. <laughs> it's just everything's in construction all the time, uh, and you yeah. have no idea where to go. My terminal was completely separate to anything, and oh, just like it's the worst. It was horrible. Yeah, nothing like this track. Um, all right, but this is also very like um almost resorty as well. Like the track yes. itself. And that's where they get the title, Sunshine Airport, because it's very much a, a reference, I would suppose, to, like... Super Mario Sunshine? Yeah. yeah. Like, the whole... I, I can get that feeling. ...shine sprite, sort of, and relaxing atmosphere. Mm. Um, but you never really... See, I mean, there's, like, a little airport at the beginning, but, like, this is, like, a major, like, terminal, like, international airport, it yeah. kind of looks like, with the huge planes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I really like it. It has the instrumentation of a chilled-out tropical environment mm. but it's hustle and bustle still yeah it's it's driven like it, it has a bit of drive to it like behind like you like drive a cars like like a plane <laughs> like you drive a plane yeah like and like this yeah. isn't diddy kong <laughs> racing of the plane drive cars <laughs> <There we go. laughs> but like it's that sort of atmosphere like yeah you know, i agree yeah kind of matches the atmosphere and i think that's the most important thing like even just talking from a driving game sense, like, you want to match the environment, but you want to keep it as interesting and not so much intense, but um, literally the music should be driven in some way. Yeah, like, for sure. It,
1: it needs to keep, like, this constant motion going Yeah. Um, in order to fit as a racing game in some way or another. Um, it can still be relaxing like we've just seen, or like um, Gran Turismo as well, but... Yeah. But there has to be some sort of driving
0: factor in there, whether that just be like a kick or a kick snare, whatever it is. Yep, exactly. So no, I think the instrumentation definitely matches with the environment and it still has that racing factor to it. So, yeah, I think it's a really good track. I feel really relaxed and like the visuals just add to it as well. It's such a beautiful track to race on as well with the water and all the background stuff going on and the, even the planes as well. It's yeah. just so good. This is always like one of the go to like cups. I can't remember which
1: cup it is, but I, I always it's go the back Star to Star Cup from what Star I, I remember. Cup, Yeah. yeah. Um, me and my partner we always go back to Yeah. It this is one. Good. And and Sunshine Airport starts it off so well every it time. Does.
0: It is really good. Okay. So Ooh. next track. I like it. Rainbow Road. So Rainbow Road is Shiho Fuji. Yep. And
1: that- now this is the Mario Kart eight rendition of Rainbow Road. This isn't uh like a remix of Rainbow Road from one of the other ones.
0: Yeah, you forget to that um like this is the one that has the most rainbow roads, I'm pretty sure. Like it has, yeah, it has three, three different types,
1: yeah. That's insane. It's a lot of rainbow road. It is. It's okay, cute. so um rainbow road. Let's go. Let's do it.
0: So you know what's hilarious um, I know before the podcast we were talking about you're making a joke about the Super Nintendo Rainbow Road the, uh, like, yep. the de, de. <laughs> and the, like in that one they've got like the baseline I remember you referring to Yeah, this, this has da, a dom, very dom, similar yeah. bass that like I never actually noticed until putting the yeah. headphones on
1: well I mean there's quite a lot of bass in these headphones so they yeah. always come out a little bit
0: extra yeah you hear it no it's cool though it is really cool yeah I agree so um, what do you think about it oh
1: Well, this is definitely one of my favourite songs of all time. Oh, really? In terms of like just Mario Karts in general? I almost always love Rainbow Road. Every single iteration of Rainbow Road. Yep. Um, I can't think of one that I don't like.
0: In terms of the music?
1: Yeah, in terms of the music. And yeah. also the track itself. This one in particular, I love the, like, the turns and everything on this track, and I like that it has some shortcuts as well, if yeah. you know where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely one of my favourites uh, to play and also
0: to listen to. Yeah. I think this one definitely matches the environment. Because um, this one particular, of of course, all of them are in space. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Even in the Super Nintendo one, it's just black yeah <laughs> um but uh it also has satellites around yeah. it as well, if you remember. so um even like the synth sounds and such even match up with that too, like really emphasizing that whole space thing. like they really did a good job on the environment oh on this, yeah. on this track. um and I think just everything kind of matches up with that. um and just bringing that electric guitar in again, kind of paying yeah. homage to where it's been in the entire soundtrack, I think was really, yeah, very really cool. Yeah, and you know how much I love electric guitar. Oh, yeah. I'm so oh, yeah. into it. Absolutely. Um, what else can I say about this? It's interesting because th- this is definitely one of my favorites. Um, and Rainbow Road music hasn't really grabbed me all the time, unlike you. Okay. It's There are some that I kind of listen to and think nowadays I'm like I, it doesn't grab me hmm. as much. But this one definitely does. I think what you definitely need in a Rainbow Road track, at least what I believe is a bit more complexity yeah and i think the complexity with this one aside from maybe the instrumentation is the harmony yep. the chord progression i agree it's it's um, especially that b section which is like kind of where the synth main melody starts yeah I was, I was gonna mention yeah yeah i love that part too it's really good it has such a good impact and it's not that strong either it doesn't need to be loud no but it, it
1: works no it's just it's all about the writing and they, and they've done an incredible job with it yeah
0: absolutely no that's a really good final track song I would say yeah okay speaking of the same cup yeah this is the same cup special sure cup it is special cup alright so what are we listening to now man so the
1: next track we've got is uh, Bone Dry Dunes and would you believe this is the same composer
0: Shiho Fuji what a great man there you go You've done a few really good ones actually from looking at the list you got another one of yours there as well which you like i don't think we included that in the list but uh, we won't mention it now just for people at home to be surprised mm-hmm. all right all right let's have a listen
1: I noticed I let it run a little bit longer there. <laughs> just like, I just couldn't help it. Like, I
0: was just so into listening to it that I just couldn't stop. For those who don't know at home, he's in control of the mouse and the volume. So, of course, he would let it run for a few more yeah, seconds longer. Yeah, I just couldn't help it. Just getting so into it. You are such a fiend when it comes to desert music.
1: I just love it. I love the harmonic minor scale yeah. so much. Mm. So much, it's
0: probably unhealthy. Yeah. I think, like, when we do an episode on desert music eventually... It's probably just going to end up being a solo episode. Yeah, this <laughs> just is going to be you. me talking <laughs> I'll be absent for that week even though I'm there. Um, maybe I should maybe I should just go in I should
1: specialize in temple and Egyptian music. Dude, why not? And just only know everything about that and every kind of scale that you can potentially use. Why not? And then and then we'll do an episode on and I'll be like, well, here's the breakdown, guys.
0: Dude, if you do that, I'll do wave race. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be my specialty. The wave race master. Specifically wave racing, like not even like <laughs> any kind of other water aquatic racing. Not even not even the music. No, no. Just,
1: just wave race. Just wave
0: race. <laughs> <laughs> I found my calling. Um, I'll let you talk about this one for a little bit because this is more close to your heart than it is to me. Even though I really love the track as well. Um, so yeah, I always love desert music, and
1: this is a lot better than the alternative desert track that they've got, which is um, a remix. Uh, but this one is an original piece, which I really like. It's um, something about. The way that this song it has a lot of drive as usual, but it's quite spacious actually. Yeah. There's not a lot going on. Um, they've just got a little bit of percussion. They've got the the guitar chords, and then they've got the um, the melody instrument for whatever it happens to be at the time. Um, but I think I like the simplicity of it because it really highlights the the uh, sort of harmonic nature of it. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: No, no, definitely. And I think what really highlights that harmonic nature is obviously that flamenco acoustic guitar. I love flamenco. Um, If you ever ever listen to flamenco music, that rhythm is very common, especially with an acoustic guitar in it. Um, And I always kind of associate that sort of like very Spanish, you know, a lot of people stereotypically associate with bullfighting.
1: Oh, Um, yeah. That
0: kind of thing. Yeah. Um, A bit intense, you would say.
1: Interesting, because whenever I think of bullfighting, I think of the, uh, that like, I don't know if it is the pocket trumpet, but it's like that Mexican trumpet. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, I I know exactly the one that you're thinking about. Um, and in a sense, when I think about that, I think almost like, Not necessarily intense, but it's like anticipating intensity. Yeah. It's like a weird, like, you know that things are going to go down soon, but you don't know when. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like waiting for your pick. Yep. (laughs) Oh, when's it going to (laughs) be? Exactly. Um, So I think, yeah, it kind of like has that feel. Um, Yeah, I agree with the whole spaciousness um, of the song. Mm. Um, And that's all like a flamenco deserty piece needs. It needs just that little bit of drive like a bolero sort of style i guess i agree Um, and just simple harmonic minor melody on top
1: um so tasty
0: obviously you think it would get boring but just doesn't not for me it's just like pasta I could just eat it all day
1: exactly yeah dude just like chicken i could always eat
0: chicken dude chicken and pasta i could eat both i don't want i don't even want to go there it's too delicious (laughs) um yeah so it just has that drive it's good That intensity too, which this one's also in the special cup. So it kind of belongs there, I feel. Yeah. Which is good. All right. All right. What do we got next, man? Toad Harbour is our next piece. Would you believe it's by the same (laughs) composer, Shio Fuji? Yeah,
1: Shio Fuji is ripping out all the good tracks. Off the chain. All right. Let's have a listen.
0: You know what I totally forgot to mention earlier as well with a lot of these tracks, and you, you actually mentioned this, so I can't really take credit for it. Um the fact that a lot of these pieces of music have such a good B section.
1: Yes, a hundred
0: percent. It's like the like the A s so for those who don't really understand, so you can divide music into sections, so if you take for example like the one or like mario kart stadium for example you could divide that into two sections like one would have a particular melody and then the next one might have a variation on that melody or something entirely different yeah um generally it comes down to um the harmony and rhythm too yeah exactly so like you, you can hear different things happening in the background um and that's The B section tends to be where they have, like, the the more interesting harmony, I guess, or the more variants in harmony. Yeah, it's because it's like the start is supposed to be, like, the intro and also kind of the hook. Yeah. That's the
1: difference between, like, pop music and uh, video game music, I would say, is that they always have the verse and then they have the chorus, and the chorus is supposed to be the hook. Yes. But it's kind of the other way in this case, where they have the hook to begin with. And then they have this crazy
0: B section where they get really creative. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Never thought of it that way. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, so yeah, this B section's really good. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, I would associate this one as well with, um, which one is it called? Super Bell Subway, which was one of the DLC tracks. Um, It's very chilled. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's the way, and like, the title's Toad Harbour. You're driving around a harbour. Kind of going off what we were talking about with Sunshine Airport, how it's that tropical... This is more of a town environment, but it's near the seaside. Obviously, it's a harbour. But it still has that driving... Like, that driven aspect. I know we're driving. It's like pun intended or no pun intended. Um, And, yeah, so it's just got that, you know, hustle and bustle of a town. Yeah, it's got, like, that tram as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's got the tram. Got public transport. Exactly. Now, um, not to alarm anyone, but this is my pick of the week. Interesting. Okay. Explain. Okay. (laughs) So, to many people, this track probably wouldn't stand out so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, especially listening to it on its own, uh, it, it sort of takes on a different... Um, appeal in that it suits the well for starters it suits the area like we are just talking about it suits it so well Mm -hmm. it's perfect for the area now that's easy for something like bone dry dunes you pick the harmonic minor scale and you go crazy and compose there Yep. it's a little bit more complicated when you get to this kind of music what does a seaside town that's also kind of busy that's also a harbour sound like And for some reason, they nail it so well in Hmm. this song.
0: Interesting. Because, like, I guess you could say that there would be so many different approaches to um, how you would go about this. Like, you could have just gone totally tropical. Um, You could have gone a bit more, like, town highway sort of style. Kind of like what Moonview Highway is in uh, the Wii version. Yep. Um, So you could have gone more that way. You could have gone just totally chilled or just, like, a typical racetrack. Um, and I agree that's like it's like a blend of the instruments that would be for each little environment aspect there yeah. so like you've got the steel drums which is something I didn't really notice too much until just now Yeah. and I love steel drums Um, and then you have an electric guitar but it's not dominating
1: no and it's just got a little bit of like overdrive it's not like distorted yeah. or anything it sounds really clean and nice yeah exactly um, and Th- that brings me to my next point As to why it's my track of the week mm-hmm. Is because It sounds so Like the One of the things that I love And you know I love in music mm. Is when it sounds like The person is playing the song to me It yep. sounds like the guy Who's playing the lead guitar Electric and acoustic Is nice and close Nice and close to the mic And he's just like You know He's just feeling it out You know He's just loving every moment Of playing that track And it's not super complicated <laughs> But it doesn't need to be.
0: Yeah? Yeah, no, no I do, do feel that. I was just imagining somebody just, like, right here next to us. Yeah, just like, like, right up to the mic. This one's for you, Cam. Yeah. Like, one of those, like, 80s movies, like, where they got, like, the boombox outside your yeah. window. The it's like that. Play <laughs> like like, this outside my we, we do go. have a window behind us. So I'm wondering, like, <laughs> it's someone's going to be like... Do, 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 do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's why it's my track of the week. I think that it it sort of goes above and beyond in a complicated in a complicated level it not only fits but it's also performed
0: excellently yeah and mixed very well as as well i will agree with that i will give you my thumbs up if anything too i will give it like my underrated pick of the week as well mm. because it's one that i actually didn't expect yeah as well like i listening back to it i yeah i was kind of blown away with it it's interesting it hasn't it's uh hasn't dated at all no Which is good.
1: All right. Okay. So now we've got some craziness coming up. We
0: do. This is... So I know last podcast, I called it like a crazy pick of the week or something. Instead, we're going to talk... Call it Let's Talk About, which is basically going to be my segment talking about a specific topic to do with what we're talking about, if that makes any sense whatsoever. (laughs)
1: So basically what's going to happen is Jamie is going to propose an idea uh, for this segment and uh, he's just going to s- explain why we should talk
0: about it and then we're just going to go back and forth and have a little chat about it. Yeah, we are. So let's talk about variations in music. Now, there's a particular title for this. Do you want to tell everybody the particular title? Like, we can call it variations in music, like specific songs in general, but what's the official title? Oh, the official term is yes. adaptive soundtracks. Adaptive soundtracks. Now, what that is, to kind of clarify, is that when you're playing a video game the track will change or the piece of music will change depending on what circumstances are happening in the game so the particular context so for example if you take a game like super mario galaxy um basically when you're on land say it's like a water level when you're on land there's particular music going on as soon as you go underwater the track changes and it could be something as simple as the reverb or the acoustics kind of change so it sounds more watery but it's the same melody same harmony all that kind of thing so that's what we mean when we're talking about adaptive soundtracks now i kind of like real after talking to you about it, like this is more common than i would have thought Um, and you're definitely right about that i feel like mario kart 8 is a lot more obvious when it comes to it and i feel like if you want to be a composer this is definitely something that you need to consider um, when it's, you're writing for music
1: it's worth noting that Mario Kart 8 does it in a higher quality than most
0: yeah definitely definitely, and that's why I thought highlighting it would be a a uh, a very important thing to do so I've got a couple of ways that this does it and something that you should take note of whether you're a composer or just a listener in general next time you're playing a Mario Kart game as far as I'm aware this was more prevalent in from Mario Kart Wii onwards beforehand I don't think they really did this but I'm not 100% sure on it um, so the first thing I know you love this as well, and didn't, weren't really aware of it was when you're in first place, it actually introduces a kick drum, and they call they call this front running yep. um, in the track. So uh, it's very subtle in the game. In the actual like individual songs, it's <laughs> a lot more obvious. It's,
1: so it's heinously loud <laughs>
0: to the point where it's comical, but it's, it's nothing like how it is in the game. It's an interesting addition, um, and it's introduced in every song when you're in first place. Basically, it just takes, like, any track and then it just starts going... There
1: you go.
0: That's all you need. (laughs) That's all you need with it. Um, The second thing was... uh slight alterations to the song depending on uh what section of the track you're up to so for example we're taking something like cloud top cruise there's like a thundery cloudy bit yeah and it actually introduces the main uh like the electric guitar as the main melody fitting yeah so kind of like a bit more intensity to yep. it um i've got a few more here obviously underwater with dolphin shoals yep. even the menu music which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. as you further progress through it like selecting the car then going to the track when you go to the track um, selection screen, the music introduces a drum kit. Yep. To it there. just keeps adding in new instruments and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Things like that. Um, there's also references to other tracks within the game. So, um, Mario Circuit actually grabs a bit from Mario Kart Stadium. That's more like reference points, I guess you could say. Yep. Um, there's obviously references to other games too. So, we've got things like Big Blue and Mute City, which obviously refer to their. Um, respective uh, tracks from other games yep. um, and then we've got different music depending on the section that you are in the track so this could be something like the final lap of Big Blue mm-hmm. which is definitely um, a big one that's completely different to what the actual main track is um, and then the seasons of Animal Crossing oh, when you yes. load up those um, you actually get uh, different music depending on what section you're kind of going for and yeah. um, now, the one you're currently listening to, Melody Motorway, is an interesting one. That's more of an aspect of making slight alterations depending on what you're going through in the track. Yep. So there's a piano, there's a glockenspiel, I'm pretty sure there's like a vibraphone. There's a marimba as well. Marimba, there we go. Um, there's a vibraphone as well. Though, vibraphone, sure. yeah. And as you're going over, it actually plays the notes. Yeah. Um, and it and all it's matches. it's really cool. It is and it really cool. it sounds awesome. It is really cool. Even at the end, you get bouncing music notes. In time with the music. And you know what? I'm pretty
1: sure... I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that if you, like... You know, uh, like, it would. I guess it would be the black notes, like the sharp notes. If you hit them and you go up, it actually stops playing
2: the... Interesting. uh,
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it stops playing the, like, descending and ascending notes of the marimba if you, like, knock off them by accident. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of effort put
0: in. It is a lot of detail into that um, adaptive soundtracks. I think um, definitely Melody Motorway has a huge impact when it comes to that adaptive soundtrack and it's yes. done really well, like integrating music and rhythm into a driving game, which is a really interesting concept, to mm. be honest. Um, another main one I wanted to mention was Mount Wario. And this is actually one of my personal favorite uh, pieces of music. In just Mario Kart in general, I would say not even just Mario Kart Eight alone. Yep, and um, I can see why too. This was one of the first times I actually experienced the sections in uh, a Mario Kart Eight track. Um, I didn't get a chance to play Seven when it came out. Obviously, that one introduced it, but this was the first time I had experience with it, and I loved it. I thought, like, why isn't this like a separate mode where they have different tracks in this? I thought that'd be. I still think that would be so awesome to yeah. have, like, even like a time attack kind of thing. That would be awesome yeah, in a Mario def- Kart game. It's
1: definitely one of my favourite kinds of tracks. Yeah. The ones that
0: are straight through and they don't have the repeating laps. Absolutely. So for those who don't know, basically what happens is it'll play one section during lap one and then once lap two hits, it'll play the next section. Um, there's actually two variants in the lap two. Um, once you go out of like the tunnel, I think it's like after the waterfall. Yeah. You go through that and you get the second variant and then the final lap has like another section and what's interesting, too, with this is... It has section um, with the trees, and it has, like, the fiddle playing.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, in fact, it's the section we're kind of listening to right now, the... all coming up to it. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, yeah, the final lap actually doesn't speed up the music at all. Keeps mm-hmm. with the same tempo. Yeah. Same speed. Um, but it has that intensity. In fact, if anything, this track is nothing but building up intensity.
1: Yeah, the whole time.
0: And I think it's really opened the door for Mario Kart... Um, composers to make this really progressive uh, composition yeah, to build a, up the intensity.
1: The good thing about that is that's a very natural uh, sort of way of making music too. It's yeah. is to sort of through compose, is to always continue making new sections
0: going A, B, C, D rather than A, B, A, B. Yeah, exactly. So I think that was an interesting thing to bring up with this whole variations or the adaptive soundtrack. If you are a new and upcoming composer. I feel like considering that is definitely, um, it's really important and yes. important factor to consider. Even as a listener, next time you're playing a video game, hear if hear if it changes. Mario Kart isn't the the only game that has that. As I mentioned, Super Mario Galaxy, even something like Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet had it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Next time um, you're listening to it check it out
1: and if you are interested in uh, making adaptive soundtracks have a look at FMOD or Wwise. those are the two programs that are currently the industry standard I would say the most popular as well yeah and um, you can learn from YouTube tutorials and everything and they'll explain everything about how you do
0: it And yeah, yeah absolutely but yeah there you go alright talking done good little talk section yeah all right, let's continue with our playlist, man. What have we got next? Okay, so the next track is Water Park.
1: Very and original.
0: Would you believe this is also by Shiho Fuji?
1: He's just done all the ones we like, apparently. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. All right.
0: I love that breakdown bit at the end. Yeah, so good.
1: Um, you know what first came to mind this time listening to it? You know what it sounds like? What? It sounds like a. It sounds like Disney. It sounds like <laughs> little the Little Mermaid under the sea. Yeah,
0: it does. It does.
1: It, I mean, it's, like it's literally that that mix of instruments. It's underwater orchestra.
0: Hmm. It's interesting too, cause like going off uh, adaptive soundtracks we were talking about earlier. Um, this is like the uh, when you're out of the water. Yeah. In the water is a little bit different, um, but even this sounds like you're in the water as well. Yeah. It just blends so nicely. It's so nice. Um, I love the fact that it kind of feels like a transition from the previous track, which this actually is the second track, so it's the one after Mario Kart Stadium. Yeah. And this is, and going off what I was uh, saying beforehand with that was I found a lot of first level tracks um were a bit too childish or not too childish, but they lent more towards childish. And this is where it kind of introduces that. But I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because, yeah. you know, it, I think it's good at this point to kind of introduce the whole happy, you know, yeah. yeah Check re- it
1: out. This game's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I think it's good. Like case
1: you didn't yeah. already realise. <laughs> you
0: had enough of those red shells? Or guess what? There's more coming there. <laughs> um, yeah, that kind of feel. And I I think it's a good time to introduce it. Um, so even just the choice of the track, where it is and the music, I think it just matches well with the whole theme of the game and where I it's agreed. positioned. Um Steel drums. As well, that's yeah. all I have to say. It's that. just, a,
1: it's just a really fun track, you know. It just makes you feel good just yep. listening to it. Uh, they exactly. really nailed the genre, I'd say. Yeah, the underwater orchestra kind of thing they've got going. I also like they include brass in it as well. They which love brass in the this soundtrack. They do. They're all about it.
0: And it's not something you would initially consider for a tropical watery uh, music. Brass. No. No,
1: it isn't the first thing I consider, but now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's more common than I would
0: first think. I think, like, when you think about the the brass being included, um... More fanfarey parade.
1: Yes, more fun.
0: That's yeah. Yeah, but which I'm
1: like, used to underwater tracks being, you know, like very drawn out and slow. Yeah. And, and nice and strings and all the all the beautiful things. That's right. But we need some dirty brass in there.
0: Dirty, filthy brass. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sweet. So now we have another one. Um, got to mention too, Melody Motorway was actually one that got brought back into uh, Mario Kart 8 so it was originally from the uh, 3DS Mario Kart uh, yep. Mario Kart 7 and now we have another one that's actually been brought back into the game. That's right, this is from the DS Mario Kart, it's called Tick
1: Tock Clock, oh, one Mario of my Kart. personal favourites actually. Who do you think it's by? Is it Shiho Fuji?
0: Nope. Then Wait. <laughs> yeah, double check. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. There's just so many here and I just haven't really laid it out properly. TikTok. <laughs> is it even here? Yeah, now I can't find it. Oh, wow. I thought I had it before. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, there it is. Okay, no. No, it isn't by him. All right, never mind. Uh, no, this is by Ryo Nagamatsu. Oh, he's who, great. Which actually the did the Mount Wario one as well. He is... Um...
1: An excellent composer. One of my personal favorites actually. Really? Yeah, he did the soundtrack to um to Link Between
0: Worlds. No way, really. Yeah. And Aww. also
1: the game after that, Triforce Heroes.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Dude, um, we're we're about to start playing that soon. Yeah. As well. Fine. The soundtrack's excellent. That's awesome. I can't wait. That's right. good.
1: So All anyway, cool. back on topic. This is TikTok <laughs> Clock by Ryu Nagamatsu.
0: Alright, let's do it. A bit tense there at the end it does yeah it does dude clocks are intense haven't yeah. you seen one before uh... like they just tick down and yeah like,
1: till the end of time you got stuff
0: to do and it's like i don't have enough time yeah like the clock's just always there like shadowing you yeah that's great um so this is
1: one of my personal favorites as i said before yeah i really like this track because it's really fun uh, and really creative, too. Mm. Uh, also, being a remix, it's, they, they went above and beyond with this one. Yeah. Um, you can really tell they put in as much effort as possible to make sure there was lots of sound effects going on, lots of ear candy for you to listen to mm. throughout the whole track. Ear candy,
0: I love that statement. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's interesting with this one because at first, when we were talking about this, uh, uh, talking about a soundtrack like the Mario Kart 8 soundtrack, I was hesitant on bringing up ones that were in previous... Uh, games, yeah. Um, simply because, like, we're kind of talking about so- songs that were in previous games. Now, you kind of convinced me, and the-, the reason I'm sort of, like, thinking now, yeah, it is acceptable, is because this was probably the first Mario Kart, where they actually, when they brought back the tracks, they reamped and like completely changed the instrumentation made it very high quality yeah um like you hear some of these tracks that have been brought back like donut planes for example mm. it sounds completely different yeah um they really made an effort like you said in remixing it and arranging it and put a lot of love and care into it yep. and I feel like if you're gonna bring tracks back like that you want to do that yeah like you don't want it to just be the original and just copy and pasted.
1: Yeah, true. And and speaking of, like, the love and care, I'm actually going to bring us back a little bit oh. to uh, when we were having our little segment about adaptive soundtracks. Oh, yeah, yep. Um, so uh, it's a point I forgot to bring up, mm-hmm. but the reason why they do it so well and it's... Uh, the reason why you probably think it's so standout compared to other ones and you didn't necessarily notice that there were a lot of other games doing the same thing mm-hmm. is because... This is not something that every game designer can afford. Yep. So, for starters, the music is performed. That's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. hire
1: all the performers, you have to hire out a venue, you have to get it recorded. Yeah. That's already and and you have to get the composer to make it as well, mm-hmm. which is already a huge amount of money. So, not only that, But you have to get the composer to make a different version of the song. You have to hire new people to do the other instruments. Yeah. If you do an adaptive soundtrack with, like, three or four or five different versions of the same track, that's an insane amount of money put into one song on one track on a game.
0: Yeah, you can definitely tell that, like, Mario Kart 8 was Nintendo's way of trying to get people to buy Wii U's because of uh, you know obviously dropping so- or like not very low sales basically so it's almost like alright we need something to be able to hook people into buying the console yep. and I will be honest I was kind of sold on that too because that's when I bought the console when that came out I was yeah. like I need a Wii U now um, and it works so like they really wanted to make that the forefront of it um kind of almost like what smash brothers is in a sense too yeah um it could be the deciding factor for people to be like all right i'm gonna buy that console because i really want smash like they've really put a lot of thought and effort and money into this yeah but now like it's definitely worth it i've got to play it we'll just have a look at like the the new smash brothers coming out smash brothers
1: ultimate that's gonna have like over what is it 900 songs
0: Yeah, I think it was like eight hundred, and then including like other songs and stuff like that, over nine hundred. That's crazy,
1: and that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, to the point where they made the switch an MP three player just for that game. (laughs)
0: I love it. I'm totally sold on that. So, but um, anyway,
1: going back to TikTok Clock, uh, I don't have a lot more to say about it. It's just it's just such a great track and really fun to listen to. It sounds like a clock. It does. It sounds like you're inside a clock. Yep. Like you're in a fantasy world and this is what it would sound like if you are having a good time in a yep. clock.
0: Yeah. Bouncy to the time, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yep. that's it's all you always need. always ticking. Dude, if this track just had a clock would... ticking, I probably wouldn't have bought a Wii U.
1: <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like they almost replicate that with the snare. Um, Not during this section, but like earlier on
0: yeah yeah no i agree with that yep
1: all right so let's uh move along to the next track all
0: right we have animal crossing now like i mentioned earlier this has different versions of the song uh depending on what season it loads up in because it has the chance to be in four different seasons uh the track um once you load it up now the animal crossing one is done by atsuko asahi yep there you go Let's listen. So this one is the summer version. totally see this being in stardew valley
1: yeah well i mean well, of, <laughs> similar of course, style was like yeah. animal crossing you know which yeah. is basically a similar genre of game definitely definitely so if you don't mind oh dude i, I was waiting for it. you to go yeah, all right go okay for it. Go ahead. so um one thing i i especially noticed this time around while i was concentrating is um now, obviously, the main instrument here is the violin, mm-hmm. performed excellently, and, and that's really selling it here, yep. but also, um, now, the, the other really important instrument here is the acoustic guitar, mm. and the reason why is because that's sort of one of the main Animal Crossing
0: instruments, because oh, it's a very,
1: obviously a very relaxing instrument to listen to. Yes,
0: of course. Yep. So,
1: I noticed that it has sort of this section A where it's really focused on that violin playing. And then it has a little section where it gives you a little taste of the guitar, and then it's sort of, and then they're sort of playing together. They've mm. got this sort of meld of acoustic guitar and violin. Then there's actually a third part where there's piano yeah. along with the violin, and it sounds so nice. And they sort of all come together and come in and out, and it's very yeah. playful. Actually,
0: um, obviously, this is matching the season two. You know, everyone can go outside, have a good time. Um, unlike us who are just, you know, sheltered indoor people <laughs> I like, don't have a good time doing Yeah, I mean, I even work out <laughs> indoors,
1: so...
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're not having a good time. But, like, generally speaking, everyone's outside having a good time. Um, you know, you imagine, like, a band being outside, mm. at, which would be, like, a violin, piano, um, guitar. Yep. Like, it would be that playful sort of thing. Um, so it really matches the environment. The live musicians obviously help with the adding that humanity factor yeah, as well, sure. that human touch. Um again to so the Animal Crossing ones are really good because the uh the seasons, each season has the same A section. Mm-hmm. So the first section, just different instruments. Yep. And then the B section always has something unique but really nice. Yeah. Matching that particular season. Um because I honestly think the spring one could have been used in this and the winter one as well. Uh, the autumn slash four one's really good as well. So, yeah. No. Overall, a very playful and fun track.
1: It's crazy to think that that just for the composer alone, uh, it probably would have cost them just to get the music done um, about twenty thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I didn't want to. I think mean, about roughly that.
1: speaking, oh, I could be wrong, but that's roughly what it would equate to.
0: That's in scary. In triple A territory. Oh, good thing it's not my money. All yeah. right. I <laughs> would hope for that to flop.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. So the next one, uh, you can say, because you're very excited Jeez about this
0: one. Land. Yeah. I love it. So this one is another port from a previous Mario Kart. It's from the Game Boy Advance one, Super Circuit, which... I feel like a select few would have played and the people who have played actually really love that game
1: yeah it has a lot of good music especially sky garden shout outs to
0: sky garden yeah um so let me just look for where it is in the list there it is atsuko azahi the same person who did the animal crossing one as well so right. let's get into it <laughs> so cheesy.
1: I just I want to say, I know you're excited about this, but oh, I just yeah. want to
0: say how do you write a song for a cheese land? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you just, you just put some mozzarella in, in like Logic Pro X and then you're all good.
1: Because I would have sat there and thought, all right, you want me to make something for a cheese land? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and then I'm like, I don't really know what I would do. Uh, but I listened to this and I'm like, yeah, fits like yeah. It just, it just works. I, I guess I think because you said it's cheesy, it is cheesy.
0: It is a little bit, yeah. Um, what's interesting is that like the original that it's based off um, doesn't sound this jazzy at all. It's no. nothing close to that. It's not even swing. It's more like towards like the electronic yeah. sort of side of it. Because um, this is one that kind of caught me off guard when I went back and listened to all the Mario Kart soundtracks. Um, and listen to the Game Boy Advance one. Cheeseland I completely forgot about. I listened to it, I was like, damn, this is good. Yeah. Like, it was in my top five for it. Um, and I always thought, like, this is before the DLC came out um, for Mario Kart 8. I was like, that would be awesome to come back. And then, like, it came back. Yeah. And when I heard this, I was like, Damn, like the the just that jazzy yep. kind of oh, it it's was just so, so good. funky.
1: I love it. I
0: love this whole song. It's so cool to listen to. It's so upbeat. It, it it is cheesy, but like not in a bad way. I think it just like
1: it's cheesy as in the like the people performing are having way too much fun. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, not the easiest track ever. And that kind of, like, balances it out a bit, I yep. think. So, like, it's nice and fun while you're having a terrible time on the track.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember trying to avoid those, like, chain chomps, too, around oh, the end. Like always, it's, yeah. Like, it's uh, pretty hard. They really changed that track as well, too. Like, there weren't those hills in that track. Like, it was all flat in the original. Yeah. Um, Like, they really yeah, did they a good like job. Yeah, like, little cheese holes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, at the end... A lot of these songs uh, from Mario Kart 8 are jazz, uh, like focused. Yeah. So I guess they've kind of like re-emphasized that and been like, "All right, let's go the jazz approach. Let's give it a good time, have some fun. It's not meant to be an epic track or anything. No. Um, let's just have a fun time with it." And yep. I think they've chosen the right approach for it. Um, again, having that that duty of care for like uh, for the tracks that they brought back.
1: I agree. I I reckon that um, it was definitely the right approach when it came to writing for a game like this and making sure that everyone's having fun kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, sadly, we have to come to our last one. That's right. Okay, so this one is Wild Woods. It is by the same person. It's Suko Asahi. Yep. It's like almost like we chose that, but we didn't have to compose this into one (laughs) section. It just somehow turned out that way. Okay, so Wildwoods, let's, let's go. do it. i had an underrated pick of the week this would definitely be it yeah
1: i, I would probably agree with you on that actually it is just so, every time i listen to it i notice something new yeah um you know what, let's say it. it's the underrated pick of the day there you go
0: <laughs> there you go <laughs> Put a it's little a jingle in it is official confirmed yeah um yeah so i don't know if you want to talk about it first or I, it's up to you uh no you go first all right, have I got a few things to say about this one? I mean, I, aside from the fact I love it, I think it's amazing. This was one of the DLC tracks. Um, overall, the DLC was really good for this game. Yeah, excellent. Um, like just top notch. Across the board, every single one was good. Whether All it concerns the like the actual track or the music itself, is it just really good quality. Um, there's a few things I love about this. Firstly, um, for those who are a bit more music knowledge-based, it's in five four. Five, four is probably one of my favourite time signatures. Yeah. I just love that kind of offset feel that it yeah. kind of has. And even just matching a forest, which, by the way... Um, we really need to do a segment on forest music. Oh, we will. We that will. would be it's one of my
1: favorite topics.
0: Incredible, I think.
1: Um, to, I'll just quickly mention, in mm. case you aren't aware of time signatures, mm-hmm. uh, the simplest way I can put it is if you're counting the beat to this song, you count one, two, three, four, five, and then you count one, two, three, four, five again, and that's actually the beat of the song. Usually, it's one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Commonly.
0: Yeah, yeah. common time, four-four time. Um, but this one's in Fire Force, so it adds that extra beat, which kind of throws you off guard, but not too off guard because it's a very relaxed song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you've got that. The instrumentation matches a forest perfectly. You've got the oboe, which I I think is actually kind of unique to this track. I can't think of when an oboe was used in any other track. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure either. You've got the flute there as well. Yeah, is that, um, that's
1: like an ethnic flute isn't it yes it, it is it, it yeah. sounds uh sounds like naruto it does a like bit straight, straight, right. straight out
0: of naruto you're right um and then you've got the strings it's just the perfect instrumentation it's interesting as well yeah like I, it just it may sound like it's a bit all over the place but i don't think of it as that i think more of it as free and when you think of like a foresty environment mm. whenever you think of forest you think like tranquil and free yeah like I'm out of the hustle and bustle of the city yeah I'm you know I'm free to do whatever I want yeah that's how we like it yeah so that's, I just that's how we creatives like it it's so interesting I, I just think it's beautiful
1: yeah I agree and uh, I think it's also worth mentioning at least for me one of my favourite kinds of things with tracks is when if it's all over the place uh in, in this case, it's all, all over the place in that it's got a different time signature and there's a lot of things sort of happening here and there that mm. sort of catch your, catch your ear. Yep. But um, also, there's sort of this rule of threes that applies to a, mostly in film scoring, but it's carried over to other things. Okay. Um, so it's like your ear can only really listen to three things at the same time. Um, um, yes. Uh, now, uh, And yep. now that sort of creates like the perfect... Balance Of what people want to hear Because they, they don't miss anything When they watch the movie Or anything like that But um, you know what I love And I don't care about popular opinion <laughs> I like it when it's four Or even five things going on at the same time I want yeah. more and more and more Because it makes Because I listen to video game music so much yep. I love having something new to listen to after, like, the 100th listen of the same song. Yep. I always love hearing the new and
0: interesting things that I didn't hear the first time or the second or whatever. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, you can even take that from a video game standpoint of, like... Say, for example, I'm, I'm playing at the moment, so it's fresh in my mind, Bloodborne. Um, each time i played through it, I've found something new.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. Like,
0: it's, it's that replayability that um, just really takes... Um, music compositions to a whole new level. Yep. It's great to have like amazing soundings uh, composition, but to take it to that point where you have so many layers and detail, yep. um, obviously there's some people that will oversaturate it in that case, but for someone to pull that off is just a really hard skill. Yep. But when you do it, it's just incredible. Yeah. And I think it's also worth
1: mentioning. So like that sort of rule of threes still sort of happens, yep. but I think the video game music industry is different because you listen to loops rather than just one song through a movie yep uh it gives you the opportunity to re-listen to songs even if you weren't planning on it yeah so having true. more layers is okay
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely definitely there you go just, just another reason why i love video game music. oh yeah absolutely if you haven't guessed by now we love video game music yep yeah it's not like we're doing a podcast or anything no 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 of course not no we just somehow have a microphone here and just talking into it yeah yeah there you go so that's the mario kart 8 soundtrack yep um my final thoughts if i was to give any um i mean it's obviously a very well polished soundtrack it's as we mentioned at the beginning um you kind of emphasize like a, a more mature soundtrack um it just like really pulls that off whether it's like more leaning towards classical or like a lot of them lead towards more jazz and funk and even uh i know we haven't mentioned uh one of my favorites which was bowser's castle which if you heard the first podcast was one of my favorites yep um that's more like rock oriented um the game still has fun but in like such a high class way um yeah and
1: and many different genres too which is important because you know it's trying to sell to many yep you know so it has to appeal to many and it it does so in a very elegant way yep
0: and mario kart's been really good in terms of like taking you on a journey obviously there's going to be a huge variety of people that are playing these games we've got children we've got parents as well yeah um we've got people who love the game and you know like me get really in depth into it we have just got like casual you know university students that just want to have you know a good time that you know yep have it have it an old bash of Mario Kart Yeah, exactly Yeah, yep um but yeah so overall good experience any other thoughts on that man no I
1: think I think I'm all good I think we've
0: we've explained it quite
1: well so far
0: I think so too so um before we head off I just wanted to mention as well that um we finally got some uh social media yeah and we such sure did. too. um by this point that the podcast comes out um it would have already been out, hopefully, for a little bit. But um, I just wanted to mention, so we have an official Facebook page. You can find us at 8BitBards. Uh, so just look that up and you'll be able to find the page. Um, there we're going to be posting up the uh, links to the uh, the podcasts themselves. You'll get updates on when they're coming out and, you know, just general little bits of information. Um, we're hoping to put up the track names and composers. We've had a little bit of a request to to put some of those up, so yep. that will be good to... Uh, In case anyone's interested in uh, finding these tracks yourselves, um, that will be a good outlet to find that. Yep. Um, We also have an Instagram account now that I just added today when we recorded this episode. So um, be sure to follow that for some random shenanigans and some random things (laughs) like that. Um, We'll probably end up having some polls too on one of the two. Yeah, Um, probably. Some votes and such for, for you guys to get involved with. So I think that'll be good. Um, concerning the actual posting of the podcasts, um, our main source at the moment is Anchor FM, um, which hopefully should be posting out to iTunes and Google Play and all those uh, relevant podcasting uh, platforms. Yeah. So um, hopefully they should be appearing on them. You should be able to download it your phone and listen through them. Um, otherwise, there's Anchor FM. Uh, find the link in the uh, Facebook page. But yeah, yeah. we should be hopefully more accessible yeah (laughs) fingers crossed let's hope so we're going places it's great
1: so um i'll say thank you so much for listening and um we'll see you next week but until then i'm cam and i'm jamie and we are the the eight bit -bit bars take care guys see ya